speaking I, of like British accents, I feel like there are three distinct accents that come to mind when I think of British accents. I feel like you have like your very polished like Bond villain, which would be like James Bond. You have found me uh, uh, while I wear my petticoat. I was going to say then, a James Bond villain or just James Bond himself. <laughs> James Bond. And then there's like the other like middle one, like Hugh Grant, which they kind of always just seem like charmingly befuddled. Like like Hugh Grant would be like, oh, I, I feel like I've misplaced my petticoat. And then there's like. Why is he wearing like, a petticoat? It's all there's, British people. That's all they wear. Then there's like the Cockney accent, which is just off the rails. I don't know how to do but that. But he's like. My, my petty girl, I'd also I did. <laughs> so, Cockney sound like Yoda. Huh? Yeah. Dispatches from Britain have been talking about a new sound. The hottest musical group in Great Britain today is the Beatles. That's not a collection of insects, but a quartet of young men with pudding bowl haircuts and who spell Beatles B E A T L E S. Say that something I wanna hold your hand. We may be a small country, but we're a great one too. A country of Shakespeare, Churchill, the Beatles, Sean Connery, Harry Potter. <laughs> David Beckham's right foot. David Beckham's left foot come with that. My name's Bond. James Bond. <laughs> Welcome back to a very British episode of Down the Hall Podcast. British. British. We're going to be doing that a lot. Uh, three wait, British how long voices. did that take? Uh, <laughs> less than a minute before, before an what? almost insulting accent. Rodney, what could you be talking about? Before what? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh no, uh, Lyndon, you come from you come from a big family. I just met I just met your I sister for the first you time come last from week. England. <laughs> well, that is also true. Uh, but no, I, I met your sister in person. She was in Boston. Uh, one of your sisters. How many? Yeah. How many siblings do you have? I am one of twelve. So I have six sisters oh, and five brothers. I mean, that's uh, it's, ama- it's amazing. You only met one. It's crazy. I haven't even met you in person. And there's, I, a, there's a better chance that I've met other people in person that Lind, uh, that were Lyndon's siblings than, you know. Not. What? What are you talking about? I, I'm saying that I've probably met some of his siblings and didn't even realize. I mean, he probably doesn't even remember. Oh, you're saying siblings. like coming from a family of 12, he takes up a massive percentage of the Earth's population. That's there's correct. a chance that you have met. Exactly. Okay, there's I get what, you. 24 people on the planet? Somewhere like that. Right, so uh, <laughs> do, you, do you also come from like, do your parents have several siblings as well? Or what was the deal there? No, my uh, my dad's one of four, my mum's one of two. My mum just always wanted a big family. Okay. And yeah, it's, uh, it's certainly a big family. <laughs> okay. Not a lot of uncles or anything like that. Any of them named Bob? No, no Bobs. So what no. you're saying is it would be inaccurate for you to say, <clears throat> Bob's your uncle? <laughs> wondered where that was going and i'm um, once i was out i was even more disappointed can, wait, can someone wait, explain wait, to me what, what this means what what is bob's your uncle actually mean you know it's a very british thing to say you've never heard that before no oh my gosh I, it's a very but what is it what does it actually mean i actually i looked it up before the episode and i got and i forgot. got some explanation but it didn't quite it wasn't quite clear 
What does Bob's your uncle mean? What, what was the explanation you found? It said it means there it is. Yeah, kind of. It means you're all ready to go. You're all set. And uh, I think the original phrase was Bob's your uncle, Fanny's your aunt. You're all set to go. Bob, oh, now, okay. So it is Bob's your uncle. It doesn't, it's not like different words. They are, it is like Bob, the name is your uncle. It's not like phonetically I'm hearing Bob's your uncle, but it no, means it really is else. Bob's your uncle. Oh, That's the you, phrase. You, you, you thought that was one word. This, I had no idea. You could have said it was a hundred words and I would say, huh, okay. I can't believe you've never heard that before. I, I, I can't believe I, I mean, I can't believe it either, I guess. All right, well, let's, let's move along here. So we actually have our first complaint, our first, uh, our first official complaint oh, to down the hall. Yeah. Uh, Lyndon, you, you told me about this recently. Someone was complaining about how they had Kubo spoiled for them. They didn't realize that we'd moved into spoiler territory. Yeah, we didn't make it clear we clear enough when we discuss, started discussing our favorite scenes. It was you who gave away the big spoilers chat as well. You were named in person. It was. It was my fault. But I feel like we do a pretty good job saying like, hey, we're moving to the spoiler section. You can jump off. But you know what? That's that's not for us to decide. That's for the listeners to decide. If they got it spoiled by them, clearly we're not doing a good enough job here, Rodney. I disagree. I blame the user. I always blame the user. Okay, well, um, for their sake, I'm going to be very clear about what this episode is going to be about and what every episode typically is. We always give a movie night pick of the week because the average person wastes 115 hours every year just cycling through Netflix to find a movie to watch. So here we are. We're going to give you a movie pick of the week. We're also always going to have some sort of a game or topic or both usually related to the movie. Uh, we'll also give you one to avoid. We're going to tell you what the critics said about that movie. Um, and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. So at the end of each episode, though, we do get into what we'd call, I guess, spoiler territory. So you are you are very much warned in this episode. There will be spoilers, I guess, towards the back half, the very end of this episode and every episode. So is that sufficient? Are we all in agreement that I did what I needed to do? I, I guess. But I feel like if someone got it spoiled, they... They haven't listened to a lot. Maybe of they weren't listening. I think it's possible that they then were out of, you know, they were tuning out and then they heard a spoiler. But I can't imagine what we spoiled in Kubo. That the, that the father was uh, was the monkey. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I we mean... just did it again. <laughs> <laughs> now, that would be a legitimate complaint. <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah. All right, Chet. So um, let's stop wasting time. And um, get to the purpose of the show, which is saving people 115 hours from needing to scroll through Netflix, tile to tile to tile, looking for something to watch. Chet, if I gifted you, which I've already done many times, many, many times, 115 hours back in your life, what would you do with it? I'm glad you asked. Um, So on a more serious note, we're happy to join with one of our listeners tonight in a really good cause. Um, so Tiffany, who's been a, a recent addition to the listenership um, within the last couple months, but she's been avidly connected to all of our episodes since then. She's contributed to the show with the topics we do. She's written about the show on her own social media uh, accounts. Um, her brother has three young kids and also her, obviously her sister-in-law, and uh, they recently had a house fire. And unfortunately, they lost uh, a lot. In fact, I think they lost everything. And so um, they are uh, looking to rebuild and kind of regroup. And uh, Tiffany is kind of leading the cause here. And there's a GoFundMe page that uh, we will share on Down the Hall's Twitter and Down the Hall's Facebook. And so you can certainly go to either one of those and see the GoFundMe page there. Uh, but again, he has he and his wife have three young kids. 
Um, one is six, one is four, and one is two. And they're basically at the point where every little bit helps. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I had an extra 115 hours uh, this week, I'd, I'd help spread the word and I'd certainly get involved. Um, and our hearts go out to, uh, to Tiffany, her entire family, her brother, obviously experiencing this really difficult time. Uh, again, you can find the GoFundMe page, which will be shared on both down the halls, Facebook page and Twitter. I don't know how to get a podcast, but you should look into it. Yes, of course. It's down the hall. I'm psyched. And here we go. All right, let's get into the movie. So the movie of the week in our British-themed episode is Hot Fuzz. Sergeant Nicholas Angel. He was so good, they reassigned him. You've been making us all look bad. Now, this big city cop must learn. Is it true that there is a place in a man's head that if you shoot it, it will blow up? How to think small. So this was a movie that came out in 2007. I hate to tell you how many takes it took to get that out. Uh, that stars uh, Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, uh, Jim Broadbent, and then Patty Corsadine, Rage Spall, Timothy Dalton, Martin Freeman. You got to get a little bit more concise, Lyndon, with your show notes, I think. It didn't all, it, it mostly starred Simon Pegg. I know it's a British episode. We don't have to give credit to every British actor. <laughs> the movie, the movie, the movie was directed by Edgar Wright, who also did Shaun of the Dead, Baby Driver, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Chet, tell us more about this raucous comedy. <laughs> you did really well tonight, Ronnie. <laughs> Thank you. Oh man, um, this comedy has only slightly more sense to it than what just happened. Uh, so Simon Pegg actually plays a character that I wasn't used to seeing him play, which is kind of like a stoic. Uh, person, but he's he's this like by the book police officer who um, is doing too well at his job to where they basically kick him out of London because he's making all the other cops look bad. And what results? He ends up going to this very small town that, unbeknownst to him, has this undercurrent of this like conspiracy driven crime going on. And it's your it's your buddy cop movie. He gets connected with the goofiest partner in the world, um, and just that dynamic is hilarious. But what ends up happening is this, you know this sequence of like murders that he has to then figure out and all the connections to it. And of course in any comedy, um, you know, one thing leads to another. It is hysterical. Um, a lot of one liners, a lot of situational comedy. You really have the whole mix. I am fully aware that there are things probably Rodney that flew over our head. Um, not being British. Mm. Uh, and even when I was talking to Lyndon's sister, she was saying, like, do you think that there are things that probably would be funnier for, for a British audience? I think definitely, you know, and I, I kind of got that sense. And Lyndon, you, you talked about that too. Um, but before I go any further, I would say it's, it's our pick of the week because, um, it's on Netflix. It's available to you right now. This is a cult film, you know, through and through. It's one that has had a huge following. And now that it's available over here on Netflix, I definitely think it's worth your time. You've most likely heard of it before. And it's, you know, an easily consumable one. Uh, you're going to have a lot of fun with it. But I'm going to turn things over to the resident Brit. So this is a very popular film. Very few Brits haven't seen this film. It's on TV constantly since it was made or on the satellite channels. It's the kind of film you get in after a night out and you, you put the TV on and if it's on, you're going to watch all the film. Even if you've got it on DVD or whatever, you're going to sit through the adverts, you're going to watch it all. It's um, it's a great action comedy. The, the buddy the buddy element between Simon Pegg and Nick Frost is brilliant. And there are so many great little characters. You've got uh, the two Andes, which is Paddy Constantine and Rage Spall. Really <laughs> funny. 
they are really funny. You've had um, they've got great lines like the two Andes, like you want to be a big cop in a small town. Well, duck off up the model village then. Uh, just stuff like that. There's See, loads that's of what I'm talking about. I don't know. I only caught three of the words. Like I feel like. I feel like I don't know what that even means. What does it guck up up the village? Well, I was trying not to swear. <laughs> so, but if it, it's a said, British swear, it doesn't big... even count for us. Yeah, it doesn't count for us at all. You want you want to be in a you want to be a big cop in a small town? <laughs> cough up the model village. Oh, that That's one counts. Funny. That one counts for us too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, it's okay. We'll just put count. we'll just put an explicit. I've always wanted to have explicit associated with my name. Last week was very explicit. <laughs> your, your South Boston accent. <laughs> <laughs> but the um yeah the buddy element's great and the action of the final third i know rodney you said you weren't sold until that the the action of the final third really goes over the top and it's a lot of fun right. and there's so many great british actors in it like an ex-james bond timothy dalton having a sneeringly good time he's just everything about him makes him really suspicious wait is this the first of the was this the one that kind of like started the the edgar wright films or so it's what he refers to as the cornetto trilogy where the where nick frost and simon Pegg are the main two characters and the first was shawn of the dead oh that was this was uh yeah this this was the second the third is probably the weaker one which is uh world's end yes i remember i remember that there were multiple i just couldn't remember if shawn of the dead came before or after hot fuzz this is the to follow like Shaun of the Dead is a great film and to follow it up with this is just brilliant there's just so many every time you watch it I'm laughing at something new mm-hmm. I, I think it's brilliant what did you guys give this on a scale from 1 to 10 uh, for me this is a, a very high 8 it's one I can watch I put on all the time I'm, every time it pops up I'll watch it again and again and I enjoy it more and more I think this is one of those movies that probably falls in the category of a high seven, but if I were to continue to watch it, it would it would go into the eights, the the comedy eights for me. Yeah, so I'd give this a seven. So uh, you know, definitely easy easy to recommend. One that I enjoyed a lot. Um, but Rodney, what was the IMDb score? So the IMDb score right now is a seven point nine. That's very high. For, especially extremely for a, uh, high especially for a comedy extremely high it makes me almost feel like i didn't get it or it makes me almost feel like the british are going to invade again based on my seven you know you know who you know what i'm far i'm far less concerned about the british invading again than i would be of if movie critics were invading my life <laughs> and in that case i think it's time to switch to what the movie critics had to say about this movie hate 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 double hate Loathe entirely. I like you a lot. So the Rotten Tomatoes score for this movie is a 91%. So all but 9% of reviewers found this movie to be a B-plus or higher. Lyndon, what, were the, uh, what were the best and worst reviews? So to start with the worst, the worst comes from uh, The Hollywood Reporter, uh, which says, All the action is staged with energy, but it gets relentless without anything really funny going on. I'm trying to think if I agree, uh, like if I ever agreed with that, but I don't think so because I feel like the action was where it won me over. Um, you know, like I think it was a little bit slower than I anticipated. And again, maybe it's because every single joke didn't, you know, or some of the jokes may have gone over my head. I think I was like anticipating a wilder movie the whole time. So to me, it was the crazy staged violence at the end that really won me over. Yeah, that's kind of 
a parody of Hollywood action, really, wasn't it? And I don't think it's the the jokes are necessarily going over your head. I think the whole film's just a whole piss take of British culture and like village life. And I think you kind of have to like live over here to find that ludicrously funny. Yeah, that's probably true too. You know, like if like if there's a movie depicting Southerners in a certain way, like Southerners meaning Americans, I I doubt you would quite get all of the humor. Or like redneck yeah, exactly. redneck humor or something, you know? I don't know that yeah. you find just, like Jeff Foxworthy, who's made a living of, of redneck humor, all that funny. <laughs> good example. Don't know who he is. Let's move. <laughs> <laughs> Let's. <laughs> if you oh, are redneck, is... that's how all of his jokes start. No, that's not how any of his jokes start. It's you know you're a redneck when. It's not if you were a redneck. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's the Michael Scott version. You know you're... <laughs> Can't do it. Okay, get out of here. Linda, what's the best review? The best review comes from Chicago Reader. The good humor bubbles up from a deep reservoir of affection for Hollywood schlock. The Chicago Reader. The good humor bubbles up from what? A deep reservoir of affection reservoir. for... Okay, affection okay. For so it's, uh, it's like you said. It's, uh, it's like an homage to, you know, over-exaggerated Hollywood... You know, tropes exactly. like the and action all the, and yeah. all the deaths and murders are very over exaggerated. I do think that at the very beginning, that was the part that I kind of was laughing at. That it felt like the small town kept wanting to write off these vicious things that were clearly murder. <laughs> like, oh no, it's definitely yeah. an accident. Right? It's just not like, would anybody actually think this was an accident? The car accident where they're both <laughs> decapitated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant. All right, so that's our movie of the week. We uh, we're in the rest of this episode. We also have a topic to get to and a game, which is I think is a quiz that that Lyndon's created for uh, for Rodney and I. Uh, of course, we're gonna have Rodney ask the listeners uh, for a review in his character voice of the week. Um, but we also have for you a movie to avoid. And staying on topic, um, it's a British movie to avoid. There's an old saying in Tennessee. I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee. That says, "Fool me once." Shame on, shame on you. If fool me, we can't get fooled again. So it's a, a movie directed by Guy Ritchie starring Charlie Hunnam, and it is King Arthur. So Guy Ritchie's made some really good, fun films, Snatch, Locks, Lockstock, Two Smoking Barrels, and the Sherlock Holmes films. And he tried to put his visual flair and make King Arthur a bit of a London gangster. Uh, he's an, he, the film even has a very... Like disturbing cameo from David Beckham, which makes no sense. Uh, Wait, David Beckham a, is in a movie yeah. about King Arthur? Yeah, as a knight. A very pivotal scene in the film as well. He's there in the scene where Arthur pulls the sword from the stone, and you don't care about that. You're like, is that David Beckham? What is he doing? <laughs> okay. David Beckham. Where's Posh? Posh Spice. <laughs> yeah, the film, uh, like, yeah, there's an over-reliance on CGI. By the end of the film, you don't really care about the characters. And there's some really fun little bits, like quirks, like in Lot Stock, where the way they're telling stories, but it's not really got much going for it. Lennon, I know you have a quiz for us um, that we're going to get to. Uh, so, But the other the other thing we've been doing lately is the, uh, the MCU adventure, where we've been tracking all of the Marvel films leading up to the release of Infinity War. Uh, Lyndon, what, what, what are we on this week? 
So we're now, last week we had Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, which is a great film. Uh, I know Rodney loves it. Don't you, Rodney? Yes or no? Yes. Squirrel. Tree. Root. Root. Well done. All correct answers. <laughs> so this week we have we have Spider-Man Homecoming and Marvel, the MCU did something no one expected. They made you want to see another Spider-Man film after so many in the recent years. Spider-Man. Not Bob's your uncle. Ben's your uncle. Ben's your dead uncle. Don't spoil it. <laughs> Stop spoiling things. Uncle Ben. Do you have Uncle Ben's over there? It's uh, like a food brand. They make lots of rice. Yeah, yeah, definitely. With great rice comes great responsibility. That's a good yeah. point. <laughs> yeah. Do you really love the lamp, or are you just saying it because you saw it? I love lamp. I love lamp. All right, so like I said, Lyndon, you wrote this episode. You you uh, did a lot of work with the with the listeners this week to put out a few polls and stuff like that. Why don't you walk us through what that is? We have a few different topics all you know coinciding in one quiz that he has for us, Rodney. So I don't know what it's possibly going to be about, but I, I, I know, know I'm going to be smoke you. So uh, as we discussed, the director of our recommendation this week, Edgar Wright, has done some great films, and we asked on Twitter what our favorite Edgar Wright film was. So the options were Scott Pilgrim, Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead, and Baby Driver. Uh, what's your guy's answer? It's got to be Baby Driver for me. Yeah, I mean, Baby Driver is definitely the best. Yeah. I I think it's Baby Driver for me as well, but I've got a big soft spot for Hot Fuzz as well. But on the, the Twitter, our, our audience agreed with us as well. 11% saying Scott Pilgrim, which is a cult, very popular film, but I really don't like it. 22% said Hot Fuzz. 28 cents at Shaun of the Dead and 39 cents at Baby Driver. But it'd be interesting to do that poll in like a year's time when Baby Driver's maybe not as fresh. That yeah, always changes things about. Yeah, that's interesting. Or even in five years, because I bet you Hot Fuzz people still yeah. remember. Or even in six years. Imagine in eight years. <laughs> what about nine years? No, whoa, we can't whoa, go. whoa, that's whoa, way too whoa, far. Whoa. You crossed the line. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Okay. And on Facebook, we just said. Two very, probably Edgar Wright's before Baby Driver's most popular films, Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz, which do people prefer? And on, on Twitter, Shaun of the Dead was ahead of Hot Fuzz. But on Facebook, uh, Hot Fuzz won with 54% of the, the votes and Shaun of the Dead at 46%. And the other thing we asked our, all our lovely listeners was, uh, keeping in with our British theme, was we asked them who their favourite British actor was. So have you, have you guys got an answer for that? Oh well, actually, let's let's do the listeners first. Let's see what they had to say. Um, okay. That way, Rodney can pretend so, like he had an answer prepared already. <laughs> he'll he'll so buy me we, some time. Well, this will be a good voice for you to do, uh, uh, Rodney. Uh, so Becky Ward and Caroline Bishop, uh, Connor O'Leary, they all said Sir Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Where Rodney, all you have to do to say it correctly is. Rodney, if you had a pile of cocaine and I said, whose cocaine is that? You might say, Michael Caine? <laughs> My cocaine. Michael Caine. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> Why? Why does that exist in your brain? Eliminate it. Stop, stop me when I'm wrong. Let's try this again. If you had cocaine and I asked, whose is that? And you said... It's not mine. Michael Caine. <laughs> it sounds like Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. <laughs> okay, let's let's move on. I'm going to stop you there. <laughs> Are you um, sure we should? <laughs> yeah, we totally should. Uh, so, Ivy, you always uh, 
who always pops up, she said Daniel Craig, uh, the uh, obviously the most recent James Bond. Also, Ross Longdon has said Michael Sheen. He's a great character actor. Uh, but another uh, Zenger as well has said Sir Patrick Stewart, another mm. Knight of the Realm. But <laughs> oh, the most no chance. <laughs> the most popular one. Any guesses who the most popular one was? Hugh Grant. No, no, no mentions for Hugh Grant. Uh, so the most popular one. Uh, Aaron mentioned um, Ben. Ben Otto, Karen Bremer, uh, the lovely Legner, uh, Alexa J as well, all said Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. You know, that is that is like Hugh Grant's lot in life. No mentions for Hugh Grant. I feel like he just kind of exists and we just... He would have gotten some in the early 2000s, I guess. The one I remember him the most for is Love Actually, but he shares it with about 52 other people. So, mm-hmm. right. Rodney, what's your favorite? Uh, who's your favorite British actor? You know what? I do. I, I love Michael Caine. I, I genuinely, genuinely love Michael Caine. Well, admitting that you love your cocaine is the first step to uh, <laughs> to healing. <laughs> Stop making the joke. <laughs> Lyndon, who's your favorite? Uh, yeah, I've got a lot of time for Michael Caine, especially as he's done a lot of stuff with Christopher Nolan. I'll watch anything with him with him in. And yeah, big fan of Tom Hardy as well. I think the two men- most mentioned ones are probably my favorite. Mine, uh, Mine's Sir Ian McKellen. Gandalf. I feel like he could lead me to Mordor. I, I, not Gandalf, but Ian McKellen could lead me to Mordor. Is he going to create Mordor first, or are you just going to say he's going to find it on Earth? Oh, you have so much to learn. Okay. Uh, it's also worth mentioning that, because I posted these on, on Facebook and Twitter, I said, I said, who's your favorite British actor? And two, two Americans spotted, oh, good commitment, spelling a uh, favorite the British way. And that was... Alexa and Troy both mentioned that. It's not that I spelt it the British way, it's that I spelt it the correct way. There's no use. Just can you just get to the point with like we don't need the U. It's not favorite. It's favorite. <laughs> favorite. Shorten. Favorite. Yeah, shortened shortened and incorrect. Oh, we've got our own language. It's American. <laughs> Whatever. Is that Ooh, your is American? That, is that Sean Connery? Oh, we've got our own language. Guys, hold the phone. Sean Connery just joined us again. <laughs> oh, no, you're not skipping out, Ronnie. You have to do an accent tonight. All right, so, so Lyndon, so now that we've uh, we've undergone quite, uh, quite a, a British journey here, why don't you take us one step further? Give us this quiz you're talking about. So... We've talked about a lot of British actors and our favourite British actors. Uh, So we've got a little quiz. Uh, It's going to be get you to shout your names out. Uh, But because it's a British theme, I don't think we can use your names, Chester and Rodney. They're far too American. So if you want to answer the question, you can shout out Charlie or Robert. Uh, They're your names now. Robert. So we have to we have to shout that out before we can answer to signify we're ready to answer. I'm Charlie. Yeah, that's Charlie. Charlie, Robert, <laughs> British, <laughs> answer, exactly. daily oh, wow. double, <laughs> <laughs> professor, okay, all right, all right, <laughs> Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm glad we got that sorted. And the name of the quiz is Doctors Who. Doctors so, Who, oh. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Clever. Yeah. Just clever. <laughs> so, what I've got, I've got some British friends to say some famous British quotes from some British films. So, 
for every quote I play, there is a maximum of five points on offer. The main point is if you get the film it's from, if you get the name of the actor, you get two points. One one point for the film, so that's the most obvious. Two points if you get the name of the actor. And an extra two points if you can tell with a person who the listener I've managed to get to record the voice. Okay, that's, that's pretty incredible. I think this deserves more than points. I think we should earn pence. <laughs> One pence, two pence. <laughs> Can we earn pence? What's the value of a pence to a point? I feel like they might roughly be the same to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty worthless. <laughs> All right, well, we're ready. We're proper ready. Both your uncle. What we say, we say, won't, won't say points, you get pints. 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 So one pint. But you have to drink them all. So are you ready? <laughs> Once. Ready. Are you ready for, no- ready for number one? Robert is. Cheerio. Here he comes. Everyone and their mums is back in the country. Like Farmers. Who else? Farmers' mums. Everyone's mum is back. I. What? <laughs> Everyone's mum is back. Wait, in the these country. are British films? Dang it. We're going to suck in this one. Uh, <laughs> Any guesses of the film? You no. are going to be both embarrassed when I tell you the film. Oh, I don't know. You're going to have to give us clues. We might have recently recommended it. What? Hot Fuzz? Who said that? Robert. Robert did. Robert. One pint for Robert. Oh, Robert. Robert. <laughs> did uh, Nick Frost say it? Yeah, that's another two points for Robert. So Robert's taking the lead. Three pence. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> That had to be one of your. Uh, let's go with. I'm trying to remember all of the the rugby friends' uh, nicknames. It is one of the rugby friends. It's uh, it's Nick Proby Gardner. Okay, well, I'm up three. <laughs> okay. I'm feeling pretty good. So number two. James Okay, I have one guess. No, I. Charlie. Yeah, yes, Charlie. 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 Yeah, but Georgie said what? it. <laughs> Georgie, that's two points. All right. I don't Wait, know. What I don't know. What the, I don't know what the movie quote was. I just know who James said Bond. It. Yes, Robert. Oh, I couldn't even really Robert. hear what she was saying. She said James Bond. James Bond. Bond. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. There you go. Good job. Well, I didn't know if I had to pick which one. Bob's your uncle. Oh, so then the the character is James Bond, or is the movie James yeah. Bond? I get one of those points. You get the other. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I get both. Pick the movie. Uh, Gold Golden Eye. <laughs> she actually says. She actually says the name's Bond, James Blonde. Oh, so oh, oh so you're wrong, Robbie. James Blonde. Oh yeah, no, you're, you're totally to wrong, James. James Bond. You idiot! It's James okay, Blonde. So, <laughs> so, I so after get, that, I get the movie Ronnie, and the character. Don't be duffed. It's James Blonde. No, it wasn't the characters. It was the actor. So oh. one for the film, two for Daniel the Craig. Two for she's the not Sean, old enough to know. Sean Connery. No, she's not old enough to know get anybody she else. She hasn't watched. Yeah. What, she's seen Casino uh, Royale. Get out of no, here. Sean Connery. <laughs> it's Daniel Craig. So I get, I get two, three. The points um, stand six to two in favor of Robert. I thought we were doing pints, but okay, Robert. <clears throat> okay, next one. You're only supposed to blow the bloody door off. Anyone? You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. I don't know. Can we get a clue on the movie? Oh, Titanic. <laughs> uh, it's a 
famous British film that Marky Mark Wahlberg did a terrible remake of. Oh, oh, Ital- the, Italian uh, job. Charlie, Charlie, Robert, Charlie, Robert, get Robert, out of here. Italian job. Charlie did it the proper way. Charlie said his name first. So Charlie said his name first. Don't be daft. What's uh, the film? It's the the Italian job. Outrageous. And would you, Charlie, would you like to take a guess for two points of the actor? Uh, Marky Mark himself uh, is no. not the answer. Uh, the actual answer is Ed Norton. Who's also American? It was Michael Caine. Michael, I was just gonna. Say, I was. You didn't even give me a chance. So I didn't give him a chance. Uh, unlucky, too late. And <laughs> anyone want to take a guess at the person? Lindsay. Uh, uh, yeah, all right, give it to him. Right. Oh, it's incorrect. Oh, yeah, clearly it's Eilish. It's not Lindsay. It is Eilish. Two points to Charlie. Okay, that's three, not uh, fair. Three no, points. Oh, he, three points. He intentionally the... scheduled a yep. date. That I couldn't go and meet her for this quiz on purpose. Once again, you guys are conspiring against me. Well, Robert is leading slightly. It's six points to five. Ready for the next one? Yes. America, watch out. Here comes Colin Trissel and he's got a big knob. Oh. I don't know. I, I'm having oh. a hard time understanding these. <laughs> I'm having of the British phrases. America, Someone... Watch out. Here comes Colin Trissel. He's got a big knob. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, 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 Charlie, what's my name? <laughs> I'm, yes, Charlie. I'm going to guess the movie is Love Actually. Correct. That's one point. I don't know the actor's name, but he's the, he's the red, he's the guy who's like the server at the, at the function. Mm. Um, yeah. I don't know his, I don't know his character name. I don't though. know. Either. I don't know that anyone does. I don't think he does. If you were to ask the actor right now what his character name was, he wouldn't tell you. He wouldn't know. Well, I'm not under. looking for the character name. Oh, good. I'm just looking for the actor. I don't know. And the actor, Chris Marshall, the difficult one. Frederick Marshall. Wait, does Chris that mean Marshall. that if you miss Chris that, Marshall. then I get to get the next point? Um, what's the name? Oh, who said it? Yeah, Lindsay. You, Lindsay. Lindsay. What? You I said can't interject. Oh, Robert. I'm giving the points to Robert. You got in there first. So Robert is just in the lead with eight, and Charlie has six. Cool. So here comes the next one. There was a lot of swearing, which got replaced with quacking. What's that? Yeah, what do you think, KV? It's quacking too. No, it's not. It's quacking one with Pip. What are you, Fanny Craddock? What are you going to do with that? Get a baby, okay? You're going to see me a song, watch me blow out my quacking candles? I'll come here to a quacky shootout, right? A proper shootout with some proper men. Like Colonel Custer and Geronimo. You ever heard that? No, because you're too busy in your penny making quacking fairy cakes, weren't you? Robert. Charlie. Oh, Robert is in there first. First of all, let me free say. Fi- let me- free fire. Dang it. Incorrect. Hot fuzz. This is Charlie. Charlie here. Hot fuzz. <laughs> Incorrect. What? Are there any other British films? <laughs> <laughs> somewhere, somewhere, someone is driving in their car listening to this. And they're like, I don't understand. I'm with Chet on this. I'm with. I, I don't understand what's being said. Why are they with you and not with me? Well, it's it's a self like that's that's an understandable thing for them to be a state for them to be in. All right, I got it. Yep, good. I think it's. Uh, I think it's a. I think it's one of the ones you mentioned. It's either Snatch or Lock uh, Lockstock Two Smoking Barrels. Um, I think Snatch. It does. It does sound like that, but it's not. It's um, who's our most favorite actor? 
from uh, from our listeners, our most favorite British actor, mm-hmm. okay. Tom, Tom Hardy. Yeah, but I'm trying to think of who that would be. It's Tom Hardy. It's Tom Hardy, and it's a film called Legend, where Tom Hardy plays twins. Oh, yeah, that's London the one where he plays himself. I've never seen it. <clears throat> oh boy, boy, we what uh, a miss. We didn't we didn't do all that well here, huh? And that was uh, Johnny Pebbles Payne doing that one. Pebbles you know, Payne. The but thing they... I feel I feel terrible for Johnny Pebbles Payne because he did such a good job. He had the longest really? clip yet. I'll tell you. And I could I could fully feel all of the emotion. So. You know, I, I hate that he went without getting any points. <laughs> yeah, that's it's a real shame. So I think Robert has won this, uh, but I'm going to play you one last quote because he'll be very upset if I don't play it. Uh, but I don't think it's a film you've seen. Uh, but I'll play you the quote and then we'll discuss it. Don't get sarcastic with me, son. We burnt this tiny ass silly to the ground in 1814 and I'm all for doing it getting with you, you frat. MT says a bad word. You get sarcastic with me again, I'll stuff so much cotton wool down your... MT says another bad word. Vote. You'll come up your ass like a tail on a Playboy bunny. I was led to believe I was attending the war committee. <laughs> oh, that must be Mary Poppins. Oh, yeah, that is Mary Poppins. I think I'd text you guys, I don't think you've seen this film, it's a film called In the Loop, which was a spin-off from like, a British sitcom. Also starring uh, James Gandolfini, and it's a very, very funny film. It gonna... takes the piss out of Americans and British people. I was going to say Darkest Hour. <laughs> All right, so Rodney, no. Rodney, aka Sir Robert, defeated me. So Robert, so Robert wins the day. Has Robert. slain you with his lance. No, oh, no surprise. It was? it was a, it was a, a gentle slap to the face with a kerchief. <laughs> Whilst wearing a petticoat. No, you guys all wear petticoat. You're wearing a petticoat right now, right? I'm not wearing anything. I always do the podcast naked. I mean, that's fine. Rodney Rodney and I haven't worn pants in about 36 episodes. Mm -hmm. All right, so moving on. Uh, Rodney, each week we've asked asked you to do the character voice of the week. Asking our listeners for one simple thing, which is just very easily to... Uh, go to iTunes, give us a five star review. It helps boost mm. the show. Mm-hmm. But no one wants to hear me say that. No, no, no one does want to hear you, hear you say, you say that, that. They don't want to hear me say. They but want to you hear know, your character voice. You know what though, Lyndon? I feel like did we not get three different tastes of an accent today from Sir Chet himself? And I think they might want to hear your Cockney version of asking in a very Yoda like fashion for a review. I don't know. That's what I'm feeling, Lyndon. I don't know how you're feeling. You're really fishing for me to back you up, but I'm going to stab you in the back, Rodney. I just want to hear you do make your fool of yourself again, Rodney. Oh, you, you, you <laughs> didn't want me. You didn't want me Cockney accent, did you? <laughs> me, me thinks that might be a good answer this week. You British traitor. See, that was your posh. That was like your James Bond villain one. You got to do Cockney. You. <laughs> I don't have Cockney. I don't have it. It's a five-star review, I say. (laughs) Give a (laughs) five-star review, I say. Not bad. Uh, Please, give us five-star review. We don't even know technology. I got nothing else. (laughs) (laughs) I'll sell you this pheasant for three sixpence. (laughs) (laughs) Please, sir, may I have some more? More reviews? More five-star reviews. And finally, God bless us, everyone. 
That's all the lines I've got that I know that are British. Lyndon's never Five talking to a <laughs> I was thinking... Rodney, you'd be Slytherin. I thought I heard it was Lindsay's clip again saying the massive knob. Is that... <laughs> Lyndon, do you make her say Five that one? or did? <laughs> or is that what she wanted <laughs> no, to that say? Was, that was, that was her Lindsay's choice? idea. Yeah, that's her choice. Yeah. Interesting. All right. <clears throat> so at this point in the episode, we've given you a movie of the week. <laughs> Keep that. What is that? You gotta, that was Lindsay <laughs> saying big knob. Oh. Is that what... got a big knob. <laughs> you, hey, listen. <laughs> you have to keep that on your phone because when – if anybody yeah. – if, if the situation ever comes up, you – you just have like you don't you can clip it to where it's she's oh, just talking just, about my you. My wife recorded this about me and the ringtone I use when she calls. Yeah, yeah, is, that'd be a great ringtone. She was talking. She, she was she was talking about me to some people, and I I walked into the room, and this yeah, is what I heard. It's, wow, I, could, I couldn't believe it. I mean, wow. I I don't. I mean, I, she's not wrong, but yeah, I couldn't yeah. believe it. Anytime, anytime, you know what it should be? Anytime she texts you. No, 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 it has to be where she's going to be near it. Anytime we text you, that should be what comes up. (laughs) Yes, yeah, yeah. All right, what do we got left in this British British festival? All right, good question. Good question. (laughs) Oh, wow, exciting. Wait, there's no offer of sight. (laughs) No, sounds like you you can't you're uh, writing cash that you can't catch. What? <laughs> you're writing, cash, that's not you're the writing, you're writing <laughs> checks that you can't cash. That is not it. You're writing cash that you can't check. You're writing cash that you can't check. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> well, see you later. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, well, in this episode, we've given you a movie of the week. We have given you one to avoid. <laughs> We've given you plenty of nonsense in the form of topics and games. Thank you to uh, Lord Linden for writing the quiz for us. I gracefully accept my defeat as any good Brit would, just like they did, Rodney, in 1776. Uh, But anyway, as we move on to the next part of our episode, we're going to get into the spoiler section. We used to play like a foghorn to warn people. Maybe we have to bring that back. Maybe this could be the foghorn. Okay, I do like that. I, I think that's probably the one. Uh, but anyway, you can find us uh, on Twitter at Down the Hall Guys. You can go to Facebook and follow us there, or you can go to our website, downthehallpodcast.com. I'm just waiting for him to play it again. I know he's going <laughs> yeah. to. Uh, but uh, stick around if you want to hear us talk about our favorite moments of hot fuzz. Hit or, it, Lyndon. Or if you want to hear us talk about. Not a big knob. I told you not to give details. Yeah, well, you're the one who gave me the details. <laughs> Rodney just farted four times in a row. He also sent me like home remedies for pink (laughs) eye. But uh, did you guys have any like takeaways, standout moments? Lyndon, obviously, this is one of your favorite comedies of all time. What's your all time classic favorite moment from this movie? Uh, There's quite a lot. Uh, I do love uh, Nick Frost's character when he suggests watching a film. He's like Point Break or Bad Boys 2. He's like, which one do you think I prefer? know which one do you want to watch first and then he has that he talks about that big bit in point break where he puts the gun in the air and shoots it in the air and he gets to do that later and he can't shoot his dad i quite like that that is a pretty that was a good one yeah the fight in the supermarket as well is brilliant uh when they um uh charge uh the the big guy with the trolleys that's great but yeah the whole the final third the whole action scene is brilliant and especially when timothy dalton lands like they end up in the model village and he lands and puts the like the steeple through his uh, through his chin, doesn't he? Yeah, I that, think that, that was the part where I was like, "Oh, like I can't even watch this." <laughs> yeah. um, no, I think 
I mean, I think I'm with you, not to copy you, but the the final third of the massive over the top action sequence, I think was was my favorite as all of the characters get involved in it. So, <clears throat> all right, well, uh, you can find us on Twitter, like I said before, at Down the Hall Guys or on Facebook. Um, certainly, with this episode, we did mention. You can join us in helping support Tiffany's brother, which I think would be awesome. I know it would mean a lot to her. Any little bit helps. Uh, the GoFundMe page will be shared by both accounts uh, tonight. So by the time you're listening to this, it will have already been shared. Um, but unless I'm forgetting anything, we can say cheerio. Is it, is, does cheerio mean hello or goodbye? Goodbye. Yeah. Is it like aloha where it could mean both? No. All right. Well, anyway, that's Rodney and that's Lyndon saying cheerio. And he's not a big dog. <laughs>